calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I hope to open the conversation about working parents a bit. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier, to find out how they balance being a dad with a successful career. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Frau Pow. We're your hosts, Auden Rags. Hi, friends. We are about to kick off our immigration series in which you're going to first listen to an interview with a lovely lawyer um, named Madiba. She is also the host of Bart and Bougie. Um, um, you guys should check it out. It's available on Podbean. Yeah, it's really good. It's really informative. Um, and she's super awesome. So by all means, go check that out. During the episode with Madiba, we would like to address that uh, some things have changed since we recorded that episode, and Odd does now go by they, them. Uh, and I shaved my head. And Odd shaved their head. Um, so we wanted to do this immigration series just because, as we know, it's a hot topic in this country nowadays with ICE rounding up quote-unquote illegal immigrants and the whole nine yards of the legality of coming to this country. So we think that it was really important to give immigrants a voice to talk about their experiences and why they come here. Um, just like show people what the real story is are just normal, everyday, average people, not anyone that they can consider to be like cherry picked or like outliers. Like these are, this is the average immigrant that is coming here. Right. This is, yeah, they're not criminals. They're not quote unquote rapists or whatever offenders of anything. They're just people who were trying to improve their quality of life. And that's why they came to the United States. And I think this is what really is the experience of 99.9% of the immigrants that come here. And they just, I feel like they just deserved a voice and a place right. to say it. And that's why I feel really strongly about this. And I know that I pushed really hard to do this and I'm really su 
glad that Odd was supportive of it because I think it's just so important in this day and age. Right. And um, just as someone who's worked with people who are immigrants or refugees or asylum seekers, I have experienced the other half of that in working with um, people to apply for asylum or for visas or for government services. And it... I know how difficult and how expensive and how laborious it is and not having people <clears throat> not having people who can recognize that or having people saying like it's so easy like you could should just do it legally or whatever. I just wanted people to understand how difficult it could be um and how hard people are trying to do that and do it the right way. Yeah, I think that these interviews are going to be really just they're going to be they're going to be portraying the real experience of what it's like to come here and the difficulties of actually applying for naturalization applying for citizenship the whole nine yards the costs of it and like what how much it costs not just in terms of you know, finances, but also in terms of you have to miss work, you have to fly to, you know, your interviewing city, you're at the interviewee's basically disposal of like whenever they're ready for you, whether that's tomorrow or in five days, or like you missed your appointment because they never told you. I think that it's just demonstrative of like what's actually going on. And I feel like these conversations are missing in the everyday sphere because nobody wants to talk about it because it's so just like, well, they're immigrants and they don't speak English, so we don't want to talk to them when really, honestly, a good number of them do speak English and a good number of them try very hard to make a living here. Right. And I think what really struck me in these interviews um, was that people are trying and they're trying to do it right. Not that I didn't think that was happening but to hear it from people that they were going about and trying to learn English and they were trying to get jobs and they were trying to abide by all the restrictions that come with um, a lot of different visas um, whether whether or not they were allowed to work or how much they were working or if they were allowed to go home or not mm -hmm. um, that they were trying to do things the right way and it is still really difficult Right. And the types of people who are looking to immigrate are ones who are seeking better opportunities. And the way that our system is, it's very broken. And it's not because there's an necessarily an overload of undocumented people or people wanting to get in that are quote unquote undesirable, but <clears throat> but rather like our system is not made to process people correctly there are only a few places in the country that actually process that paperwork and it's amazing how long it can take mm -hmm. or how little chance that people have of getting a green card yeah um no matter if they do everything correctly or not and so i think to me that's what really stands out it's like these people want to be here and they want to do things correctly but we have a system that is very broken and does not award hard work or patience yeah. That it is set up to fail most people. Right. And while they're waiting and while they're working and while they're trying to be patient, these people a lot of times are separated from the rest of their families. These people can't go back and see their families. And, you know, just think about how like 
you're separated from your family and you're not just separated in terms of like, well, you live down the street, you live literally live a country away where you can't just pick up the phone and call every day. You don't have constant contact. You can't even go see them on a regular basis. And these people just try so hard to do everything the right way, make the sacrifices of trying to have jobs and trying to work and also not being able to see their families and a lot of times it's just kind of heartbreaking to hear that these stories, like they don't get to go back and see their families sometimes, at least not for a long time. And they're coming from places where family is literally everything, but because they, they were trying to get a second chance for their small little family, they are literally sacrificing their known world. And I think that it is also about like, it's not but whether or not you agree with, how people are immigrating or whether or not they should be here, which I don't, you know, that's a whole other like conversation, but it is the fact that we all are recognizing that we have an immigration system that needs to be reformed. And these people's voices are ones that I think that point out a lot of the great things that come from being able to immigrate to America, but also a lot of the pitfalls um, of our immigration system and how hard and difficult it really can be mm -hmm. and how much perseverance it takes to become a citizen. Yeah. No, it, it really does. And I mean, I know during these interviews, there were times where you know, there wasn't a dry eye in the room and there was times where our jaws hit the floor when we found out like a cost or something wrong happened along the way. Um, and I think just overall these interviews are emotional because these people care a lot about being here and they care a lot about their families. But there's also that pain of not being able to see certain people for a very long time. I just, it's a very emotionally charged immigration series, but I think it's definitely worth listening to. I think if anything, what I would like people to take away from this is like, Go out and have a little bit more patience for somebody who's trying to speak English. Go out and attempt to start a conversation and just treat these people like they're actually people and just understand that they're trying so fucking hard for something that you just got to like crawl out of a vagina and start to do, you -hmm. know? These people literally gave up so much just to be here. And I like I was just born here. That, that was my struggle was being born here. Yeah, and it really is a privilege um, to have that citizenship handed to you um, with your birth certificate. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that we forget about the privilege that comes with that um, and knowing that I don't have to go and take a citizenship test or learn another language or pay thousands of dollars mm -hmm. um, to prove that I want to be here. Yeah. I get to just bitch and complain about it. Basically. Um, but I'm excited because we interview people from a around the world, um, you know, South America and Africa, Europe, mm -hmm. um, and we get lots of different perspectives, um, which I think is really valuable. And so I hope that everybody really um, gets a lot from all the different perspectives that we are sharing with everyone. Yeah. Uh, we really hope that you like it. We really hope that you learn a lot from it. 
share it with everybody, share it with your bigoted aunts and uncles at the Thanksgiving dinner table, piss people off and just share it and get those stories out there because these stories are important. And if you have a story that you want to share, by all means, write to us because we would really love to share your story. Yeah, if you guys have any ideas about other topics you would like to see um, another series on, um, maybe something about mental health or racism or um, any of the other isms that exist out there, if you have an idea, we'd love to hear it. Um, So we hope you guys enjoy um, the series and you go and listen to the Mediba episode that's coming out with this preface. With that being said... Um, we would love to hear from you guys. Um, our email is fraupalpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media on Instagram and Facebook at fraupalpodcast. Um, and I really feel like we don't have to say this, but I guess we do. Always don't say it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Always say it. Always. Don't, don't be, be a dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs>